The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. In tonight's broadcast, we step back to August 18th, 2011. Now, we have been doing this quite a bit lately, and there are several reasons why we've been doing this. First of all, we have a lot of new listeners across the world who have not been schooled in a lot of the formation that a friend of Medjugorje gave in some of the earlier years of these broadcasts. Second reason why is because it's a lot of renewal for us who listen to these. We often think that Noah, in the 100 years that it took him to build the ark, must have often looked back at the prophetic word which God gave him that a flood was coming. And so what you're going to hear a friend of Medjugorje say tonight, again, is something that could easily have been said just a few days ago because it is so relevant to the time that we're living right now. And so we step back to these prophetic words which have been given to us as a source of renewal and strength to continue to prepare spiritually and physically. The title of this broadcast was You're About to Be Deprived of What Is Your Normal. So here is a friend of Medjugorje, August 18th, 2011. Why do we know that the 10th secret is not good that was given to Yaakov? 
Our Lady didn't say it was. How do we know the third secret given to the six visionaries of the sign on the mountain is good? Simply because they've told us so. They've been allowed to say certain details about that secret that we know of, but we don't know anything about the tenth secret given to Yaakov. Did Ray speak to him about it? Yes, she did. At his last apparition. Did he tell us anything about the secrets? No, he didn't. But did Elaine give a sign to indicate something? Yes, she did. What is that sign? What was given? It wasn't words. How do we know that? Because Yaakov said, when Our Lady confided the tenth secret to him, she was sad. So we know the secret's not good. Something that good can't be making Our Lady sad. Something that would be good for us wouldn't make Our Lady sad. So we know this is not good. You can read the sign. What was it? Directly from Our Lady? No. It's an indirect sign. And many, many things point to this culture of the world. When I say culture, I don't mean individual cultures. I mean worldwide society. That point that we're in trouble. And things are going to change. We just came through August 15th, the Assumption of Our Lady. The 40th anniversary, the dollar was taken off the gold. It's a sign. What's the sign? The gold was taken off and not back the dollar? No, August 15th. April 2nd, 2010, Our Lady said, Reflect on everything human, on everything that does not permit you to set out after my son. Transience, imperfections, and limitations. What are the things today that do not permit you to set after my son? Wait, the whole way the culture is built upon. The whole system doesn't permit it. If you have money, you go to the best doctors when you get sick. If you don't have a lot of money, you soak your miseries in pleasures. Sports, entertainment, movies. The succession of events and of our lives from one moment to the next all day long block out God and therefore block out our ability to reflect on everything human, everything transient. What is transient? It means passing through a place with only a brief stay. If you live through this life a billionaire, or if you live through this life struggling and a peasant, in whatever state you're in, it is only a speck of eternity. Let's see where you'll spend it. Both the billionaire and the peasant can go to heaven. But this brief moment they spend upon the earth, how they do it and what they do determines where they'll be and they'll go. I wrote in Reading for the Storm that Our Lady is our hope. She is our ark. She is building within our hearts the means to stay afloat when the storm comes. Jesus says, It will come as a thief in the night. 
Our Lady said, pray, pray, pray. Too many want to prepare physically and bypass spiritual preparation. Physical preparation is completely useless without a great deal, even years, of spiritual preparation. If one has to choose between the two, only the spiritual is important. God rained down manna from heaven. He certainly is capable of doing it again. But how can anyone expect that to happen or physical preparation to work if the spiritual is lacking? Too many are out of focus. We've got to understand we can't use this system to save ourselves. As I've often said, a people are not so much protected by their ornaments as their way of life. If physical preparation is a focus, you're out of focus. And the Acts of the Apostles, it talks about a famine that's coming. And the church says we need to help these people. We need to send them goods. And indeed, historically, secularly, it is proven. The footnotes in the Bible tell you about this. There was a famine. And the wealthy church helped the poor church. So, yeah, physical preparation is important. The use of our goods is important. The use of your goods to safeguard them and put them in a position that it will help us with the future. Because remember, you can say, well, I don't have to do anything. Everybody's going to be in the same boat. God delivered manna from heaven, and we probably got that in the November 25th, 2010 message when our lady says, I see death, I see hunger, I see restlessness, I see no hope. That's the people who are starving. Not the people who are doing flash mobs now, robbing everybody. These people aren't hungry. If they're doing that, and I was just told yesterday there was a video of a store somewhere in the United States where many of them just came in real quick, robbed the place, kicked up somebody, beat them up really bad, left, the police couldn't do anything, and they didn't do anything. What are they going to do when they're hungry, people? It's Our Lady's words. Do you believe she's appearing? Then believe her words. I look at you and I see death. Hunger, no hope, restlessness. Well, we're in the phase of restlessness. These people are bored. they got nothing better to do. They think they can have something for nothing because they're good for nothing. They've been raised that way. Bad parenting and so forth. No morals. Do you think they're going to sit there and just starve to death and be moral? They won't come to your places, to the good neighborhoods? to the middle-class neighborhoods, the Londoners rioting, pass on they were attacking the rich. They didn't attack the rich. They were attacking working people, middle-class people, because they had something. So your ornaments aren't going to protect you. I don't discount it's important to be ready. How could I see that? Because our lady says, pray. Pray and unlock the secrets of the messages. How did she say it? Pray to comprehend the profoundness of the message. It is there. I didn't write in 1998 and sit down one day and understand it. For years, I'd understand it before that. This is a writing that's preceded by years and years of prayer, years and years of preparing, years and years of seeing what does a lady want me to do. I simply transmitted it on paper. And so we see our lady coming. And she's our ark. We see about this 10th secret of Yakos. It's not good. How many others are not good? We know some are not good. We know Mariana's cried in receiving them. 
So reflect on everything human, everything that does not permit you to set after my son. Because it's everything in human life today that way. So we have to say to ourselves, after we review the message, after we reflect, our ladies bring everything to a conclusion and a beginning at the same time. We've termed this in our community as construction through destruction. We've been in the midst of destruction for 25 years in our community and following the messages. This destruction is replaced by building, construction-wise, the messages into our life. And when you build them into your life, you're constructing a new way like this coming. And everything is there for you to see it. You cannot be blind to this. You cannot say, I know I'm going to lose money. I'm going to do this. And being so foolish as not to act on it with the miraculous metal magical rounds. That's why we did this. And we piggyback on that. I know I've read about hummingbirds. They're all over the place down here in the South. You probably got some as much across the United States. And they come from Latin America. And you know how they get across the ocean? They land on top of a goose or other birds. They just hit ride. Why should they work? We piggybacked on your funds to put them in the miraculous metal to go around. The miraculous metal. It's the hummingbird. You're the goose. What you have when you transfer this into goods and services, and it's easy to do. People got the misnomer. Oh, if I get it in these civil runs, I can't do anything with it. But malarkey. It's garbage. Who's teaching you that? Silver silver. Silver's money. It always has been, always will be, never will be able to be changed because it's God-ordained in its natural state of being to be the means of a precious metal. It has always been, since the origins of man, of value, along with gold. But gold is the king's exchange. Silver is a working man. And if you want to go to working man exchange for good services, even if you're a king because you have so much money, you won't be trading in gold. You're trading silver. You say, well, what about bartering? Well, gold is a king's exchange. Silver is a gentleman's exchange. Bartering is a peasant's exchange. And debt is a slave's exchange. You pick up which one you want to do because you can do that right now even if you don't have a lot of money. There's things you can do now by looking at the signs of what's coming to prepare. But if you're not preparing spiritually, if you're not doing that and thinking you can do the physical, forget it. Use your funds to spread conversion. The miraculous metal has piggybacked on that for the purpose of bringing people to conversion. We live in a culture that's disordered. Our Lady is order, and she's about to bring the world to order. That means you're about to be deprived of what is your normal. You can now start by invitation to take your own autonomy over your situation and guide yourself into the new normal, the new way, the future. I can be taking you by force. This is the situation we're faced with today. The signs are there. And yet people want the status quo and stay where they are with it. I had a question come up actually talking with some of our community members in Medjugorje right now who are manning the Caritas Mission House every day. A lot of people from all over the world coming in. And in particular, the Irish have taken hold of it ain't going to happen in a strong way. 
have been following this for the past several years. They've actually said that they are seeing commonly neighbors gardening and taking this path um, that they hadn't seen in years. But one particular question keeps surfacing and they come in and they say that, you know, and their, their desire to spread this information to family and friends about getting out of debt. The response that comes back to them from their unbelieving family and friends is that everybody's in debt. The whole country's in debt. Every business is in debt. So if things do fall in the future, we're all in the same boat. And it's not likely that the banks are going to come and repossess everybody's car, everybody's land, everybody's houses. So why worry about that right now? What's the purpose if everybody's in the same boat why just not ride out the storm? Well, it makes as much sense to stay on the Titanic as that reasoning. You're a fool to think this way. Well, because everybody's in debt, then everybody's going down, then everything's going to stay normal. It's not going to be that way. There's a truth in the Great Depression, 1929, if you owed very little money and almost out of debt on your house, on your mortgage, they took it. They wanted it. And if you owed a lot, you kept it. So both ways are not good. If you're almost paid off, get the thing paid off quickly because it is a danger in that sense. But the difference in somebody being along with everybody else on the Titanic is they drowned. You, know, you become an owner of your house when you owe that you're not going to be able to pay back to a surf. Why would you want to give somebody that kind of control of you? Yeah, they would probably let you stay in the house because there'd be too many to foreclose on. But what kind of power do they have over you at that point? The whole point is being free. You want to be a serf. You want them to come to you and say, this is what you're going to do. As you scratch out your meager income, as you tear up your subdivision lot and grow a garden, we want a third of your vegetables or whatever. Don't think they're just going to just sit there. Of course, this is hyperbole. We don't know the details. But Isaiah says, come reason with me. If this is going to happen that way, then it's the conclusion that the banks who are perpetrating a lot of this evil, the central bank, they're the ones that we're in the situation we're in because they own the dollar bill. It's their name on it. The Federal Reserve, that's their money. There's nothing you can do whether you use a $50 bill, a $1 bill, a 50-cent piece, a $100 bill that says you own it. They're giving you a certificate with their name on it for the means of exchange. You can only change that if you own your own means of exchange. And you can't legally have some kind of, you can't print your own money. You can't print something even in a town and say, this is going to be our, our currency. We will reject the, the dollar. The only way you can do it constitutionally is gold and silver because it tells you you can do that. So when you do that, you're out of that system. You're not on the Titanic anymore. You're different. So don't buy this lie that we just stay in the same boat and we'll all ride it down or you'll be dead instead of those who got on the lifeboat. They separated they didn't keep the lifeboats tied to the Titanic in case maybe this lifeboat may have a hole in it when we sink with tied to the Titanic. That would have 50% chance of one or the other, both of them going down, 100% chance. The lifeboats got away from the Titanic. They separated. And I don't know the details, but I could imagine they probably started paddling away from it knowing that if the Titanic was going down, just the vacuum in the whirlpool would reason you to, to be that. So why be attached to this culture if you believe it's going down? We've had people actually tell us. We know the thing's going down. We know it's not sustainable. It can't last. But they don't act. 
It doesn't make any logic to wait to see if the Titanic's going down. And as I said earlier, the construction through destruction, that everything is being brought to a conclusion and a beginning at the same time. Our Lady's putting the life rafts out, the light bulbs. As I just read, she's our ark. But you can't do it without the spiritual. You can't have the ornaments and all the power expect that to be blessed. You can't go buy silver bars. I think you're going to be preserved because you're not seeking first God's kingdom. That's why we struck around religiously. Use that. And it could be 100,000 rounds. It's not about $4 million. I say it, but, you know, but there's people out there that's got that. But they might want to put it in gold or silver generic bars. Why? If you struck it in a religious round that promotes Medjugorje, promotes America's medal, and that distributes out, we know as Catholics, we know as some people who aren't Catholic who believe in the America's medal, that this will bring conversion. And so you seek first God's kingdom. You've got to have a means of exchange. Get away from the Federal Reserve's money and what they own because they own that note. Just because it's in your wallet, you're regulatory. You're tied to inflation. August 26th, I think they're going to do the Q3, easing of that. They're going to print more money. So if we print 5% more money that's out there, we just grown immediately 5% more inflation instantly and, and tumbles from there. And I'm not a financial expert. We don't get financial advice on here. Let the financial advisors give their advice. And you stay on their Titanic because they are the reasons this is going down. We're giving you biblical advice. And we know that there's economic collapses due to morality, due to man escalating to the point of abominable lifestyles that man become perverse. That's the pinnacle. That's the sign. Not that we fall just because of that, but because we graduated to that from abortion. We graduated to abortion from divorce prevalent in the church. We graduated to divorce from people not being honest, people covering the neighbor's goods, from adultery. We graduated from that from not loving God first. Go through the commandments backwards. And all that came from a little bitty minor commandment. We violate the Sabbath. We pay people to work for us on Sunday. We fly on Sunday. We go out through the restaurants and pay the waitresses to be there when they should be at home. But some people are waking up. Hobby Lobby's woke up. Chick-fil-A woke up when they built their company. Look what happened while you're sleeping. It's a must-read, especially if you're in business. You want to be blessed? You want to prosper? You read the least commandment and obey it that is given any kind of attention that is that serious. You say, you mean you to tell me? A friend of Medjugorje, you're saying that you will go to hell if you go out to eat in a restaurant on Sunday? Yes, I am. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's a commandment. But is it just that? No, it's what it leads to. Maybe it's not such a huge violation. Maybe it's not such a big deal. But when you do that, the next step is the, is the lack of love for God, keeping things holy. And by that grace, you fall. And by that grace, you don't love God. You then have strife. You cheat. You're a thief. You cover the neighbor's goods. Maybe in a nice way. Maybe excessively you do that. Or maybe you didn't remind somebody or something that you owe them. Whatever it be. Then that leads to the breakup of the family. That leads to divorce. That leads to more abortion. That leads to the pinnacle when God says, it's time I got to come back. When men become abominable. 
and the way they want to live. That's the sign of all the preceding and a break of the Sabbath. Read, look what will happen while you're sleeping. We're in a serious time, which demands serious responses. You start with keeping the Sabbath holy. We were the first promoters of this. I don't say that with pride. I said, there's nobody out there saying that five years ago. We've been living this probably 12 years now. And we didn't change until we started looking at the Sabbath. And what is the Sabbath about? Money. Sunday's the best day. I make most money on Sunday. And what are we suffering from? The same thing they say when you go to hell, the saints do, that what you did in life is the parts of the flesh that you'll be suffering for. Greed, hatred, you'll be inflamed with hate, or however you sin. You're going to be eternally, not purified, but punished through that forever. And it starts with the simple, the failure of the Sabbath. So we're in serious time that our lady is revealing many things through her messages that demand you change your life spiritually and then physically, paralleling that. That was a friend of Medjugorje, August 18th, 2011. Hearing him speak about the new normal, and this is something which has been spoken a lot about in the last few years, but yet this again comes to us from 11 years ago. Understanding a lot of the reasons behind the miraculous medal Medjugorje Silver Round is not so much to save ourselves as it is to preserve our means of exchange and also to remove ourselves from a system which can enslave us. You heard a friend of Medjugorje say all of these things in the broadcast tonight. To convert your means of exchange over to the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje Silver Round, you can contact Century Silver Exchange toll-free at 877-936-7686. Again, that's 877-936-7686. You can email info at centurysilver.com or visit centurysilver.com and click on Contact. Century Silver Exchange is a for-profit subsidiary of Caritas of Birmingham. It bears its own expenses and pays taxes on its earnings. If there is any income left over at year-end, it may make a dividend donation to Caritas to further its mission efforts. And so to conclude tonight's broadcast, here again is a friend of Medjugorje, August 18th, 2011. An investment into future, a future way of life. And we work for money. That's how the culture is driven. But we should be working for a way of life that both take money. Both take the means to exchange to do that. It's just how you've applied it. And I'd like to just add that we are not financial advisors. We don't have any license to do that. We don't pretend to be that way. We know a true way. We know the right way. We know the biblical way. And what we give you is advice biblically, message-wise, and what is morally good. By doing that, you can't go wrong. And we're in the shape. We're in the system that's been built by the financial advisors there. And we tell people, get away from them. Don't listen to the advice. This is not something that somebody else didn't tell you. Warren Buffett, the great investor of all times, has said, manage your own money. It's ludicrous for money you earn that you need to turn over to somebody who is the experts. And we've quoted different things that they said from the bankers all the way through. And I'm not classifying necessarily bankers in that because there's a lot of good bankers. We just were told a banker called another banker and said, take your money out of the 401ks. I was just told that in Houston. It's pretty incredible. Why would a banker two weeks ago call another banker and say, get your money Monday morning out of the 401ks? And we've been criticized for that. And now a banker saying that? 
financial advisors will never say that. They make money managing your money, so don't trust them. They'd be good Catholics. They'd be praying. They're part of a system that maybe they're even blinded to. You manage things according biblically and your whole future. So if you lost your job tomorrow, what should you be doing today to provide for your needs? Think about that. There's things you can do. You can start counting. I met one girl in Houston that said for nine years they didn't have children. They went to a conversion. Now they got six kids. And she's canning, and she's, she says, I hate to even put the jars up in, in a cupboard because it's so beautiful. See, she's just experienced motherhood instead of being a taxi cab driver, instead of being told to go over to the sports games you know, with this and take the kids here and take there. No wonder women are fulfilled. They're out shopping. They're out doing stupid lunches when they can be home canning. And when they do that, suddenly they feel mother. They feel, oh, I'm a provider. In the wintertime, when they know what they did last summer, going even to the, the market and buying and canning. You get something. You feel woman when you do that. You feel mother when you do that. And she displayed this joy. My girls are doing this with me, and we have so much fun. It's hot. It's hot in the kitchen. It's slave work. But then in the winter, you think, oh, you did something. You do nothing now going paying $20 for a dress or something as opposed to one making it. People say, well, I can go buy it cheaper. I can make it. No, you can't. You can't dollar-wise, but you can't life-wise. The richness that comes back to you when you see your daughter skipping and hopping in a dress is so much more beautiful than if you paid cash for it. I don't care if you got the money to do it. Be mother. Man, be father. Toil us all. We know doctors have have gardens after doing surgery. They get therapeutic consolation from that. We've lost the way. So, you have to understand that you're about to be deprived of your normal. And if you want to change that, it takes reflection on what's transcends. We love you. We wish Our Lady goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.